Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800 657 4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving higher. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. I got John Kennedy here from Axon Tire to talk about what's going on in the world of his travels, and he gets around all over the uh, southeast. John, how you doing, bud? Doing good, Casey. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. You good. got uh, so it's cotton's kind of getting wrapped up down there about this time of year, correct? Yeah, um, tough cotton year, man. Um, yeah, pretty much everything out west was non-existent there was a little bit of cotton here and there but the drought killed them out there and everything out the east yeah they pretty much got everything out out there yeah 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 it's tough year about everywhere man it was if you were you know the western part of the united states got uh got wet for once and then the uh, eastern half of the united states was was dry in places it's typically pretty wet so yeah that drought was a big deal and it continues to be a big deal in a lot of areas so hopefully knock on wood we'll get some get some uh those drought stricken areas kind of watered back up here looking into 24 so it's a lot of things are happening now we said you got a lot of different kind of things pointed at us in a lot of different directions you got interest rates you've got um you know inventories are starting to get full again i guess john as you travel around and talking to your to your customers out there on the dealer side what are you seeing out there and and what are some of the kind of pushbacks you're getting a little bit what are some of the the sentiment i guess out there i guess when you're talking to your customers well let's start with the with the smaller equipment market 
That that market has struggled all year. It's been tough since the very beginning. It seems yeah. like your weekend farmer, your hay farmer, your private landowner that'll run, you know, anywhere between that, <clears throat> excuse me, 75, 120 horse tra tractor. That market is just is struggling right now. Um, you know, those guys aren't considered, you know, large ag or row crop. And that aspect of the business seems to be really, really struggling right now. Uh, I, you know, the general consensus is that extra four to let's just say $700 a month discretionary money that people would spend on, let's just use to call it a toy or a, a, um, a non-necessary piece of equipment. That money is gone, man. Um, you know, the money that people would use to pay a note on a, let's just say a side-by-side -side or a camper or a weekend tractor. That money seems to be right. gone right now. And with the drought this year, it really, it enhanced it even more. So the, the, the medium, small to small equipment market is really struggling. As far as the large equipment, you know, your large mud guys or multi-unit discount guys, they're, they seem to still be trading machines like they normally would. But as far as the guys just going out buying used equipment, I'm not, I don't want to call them small farmers, but the medium sized farmer that would be looking at, you know, just a couple of new units or um, a couple of used units between the price increases and the interest rates, man, that's just really killing the market right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those interest rates are, it's going to be a tricky year to watch 24 come through because you, you talked with, um, you know, various people and you've, you've seen the news come out, uh, you know, the, the Fed talked about lowering rates. They made up pretty clear, but they were, you know, leaving the door open that they still might, you know, not lower rates, but they didn't, they didn't say anything about raising rates. Um, depending on what happens there and what the Fed decides to do and what that looks like, there could be, you know, a big swing in the way things are. But if things continue the way they are, these interest rates are going to have a big effect on what people do in 24. Uh, we're starting to see that. You know, the last three months of twenty three, it's like seemed like every month was just like a little bit, a uh, little bit more of a struggle than the month before was when you started looking at, at, at inventories. Yeah, it's um, for the most part, you know, talking with the larger equipment guys, the general consensus is it's not really been price increases that have been affecting the market the most; it's been interest rates. Right. Yeah. And interest rates. And I've talked about this a couple of times and, and kind of where we're at. There was so much stuff that got thrown at the, uh, at the buying public at one time, you know, you had these huge interest rates or I'm sorry, huge price increases come over between 20, you know, 19 through 2023, kind of what you saw there. Um, you saw the same thing with the interest rate rise and what that looked like. So we're, we're back into a market now where things are going to start normalizing. We're going to start seeing things kind of, kind of spread out i guess from a supply chain's perspective if you look at where um new machines as they roll off the line and they hit uh the marketplace um that kind of all hit at one time it felt like um it, we were struggling to get stuff in and everything kind of showed up all at once um as you're looking at on the tire side what's that supply chain look like right now and are you still seeing some struggles there well i i see that you know we're not getting nearly as many calls for changeovers on smaller equipment simply because the smaller equipment just is that there's no demand for it right now on the larger equipment. 
for the most part, you know, our market with new, new large equipment has evolved over time. Most of this equipment now is being pre-sold for the most part. So Seems like the majority of the machines out there are being ordered, set up exactly like the customer wants it. So the demand for changeover stuff like that has gone down some, you know, there will all be always be that, that one dealership that maybe miskeys something on the configurator and orders it in. It comes in with the wrong setup on it and we get that. But the used market, you know, as long as the used market stays strong, you know, there's always going to be that guy going out buying a piece of a machinery that's not necessarily set up exactly the way that he wants it. And then of course that's where we come in. But I do suspect that the use the the replacement tire market should go up this year. There's a lot of guys staying in their used equipment longer, which means that there's a very good chance that they'll be wearing tires down on those machines. So the replacement market should be really good this year, this coming year. Yeah. Yep. I I think you're going to be right. I think we're going to head into one of those time frames where um, we have an opportunity to see a few things uh, take place and a few things run that we wouldn't see normally just because of, you know, a few guys maybe have ran something a little bit longer than they thought because of trade values or, or just, you know, trade difference and those things that come into play. So there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts out there. Um, overall, when you're talking to folks, I mean, what's the, what's the one thing you're hearing over and over again when you talk to your customers about 2024? A lot of uncertainty. There's a yeah, lot of guys that just, here too. They, 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 you know, if these guys are dealing with large equipment, and the majority of those customers tend to trade every year. That market is still pretty solid. But <laughs> the flip side of that is that doesn't help the, the, the tire market that much. You know, these are guys that, right. that are buying brand new machines. When they get rid of them, they're one-year-old machines. The tires are still great on them, which is good mm -hmm. for the used equipment market because everybody is looking for that one-year-old machine, low hours, one-year-old. So it's that that's definitely helping that aspect of the market. But once you get to that, anything outside of large ag, it's going to be a struggle in 2024. I mean, we saw it, you know, at least the last three quarters of 2023 in, in my territory in the Southeast, there's a lot of medium and small equipment out there. Yeah. And like I said earlier, you know, the, the discretionary spending money that your private landowner or hay farmer or poultry farmer, you know, unless they absolutely have to have a new machine, they can, they can continue running their machine for one more year or until the uncertainty goes away, until we see the economy get back right. So right. I truly believe the medium and small ag market is is going to still take another blow. And, and most of the dealerships are telling me that. I mean, this is, this is input that is coming directly from them. You know, it, it's really a case of, um, expect the worst, hope for the best, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm hearing a lot of that, that we're hoping for the best, but bracing for the worst as well. And 
there's a lot of things out there that, that show, hey, we can we could have one of the best years ever, and there's a lot of stuff out there showing we could have one of the tighter years we've had in a while. But it kind of goes back to a normalizing marketplace where things are not, you know, you're kind of getting back to what to what the new normal is now. So all the, oh man, we got these, you know, big big uh, opportunities to go sell stuff because we're the only one to have it type of thing. And, and what that looks like is, is kind of, it's waning, right? So you're, you're, those things are kind of fading off supply well, chain wise. I mean, are, what's what's supply of tires look like for you guys right now? Tire supply is great. You know, okay. pro- projecting what we need to order for 2024 is the, the, the hurdle, you know, when, when we yeah. continue to hear that, you know, negative numbers, it's hard to predict what we need to order. You know, steel prices, which, you know, were, were part of the huge increase when it comes to the tire and wheel market. Steel prices have seemed to level out. They're not going up. They're not really coming down. They have kind of leveled out. Tire prices have actually come down some. Um, yeah. But, you know, it goes back. Let's just say on the on the medium to small equipment side, it doesn't really matter how good of a deal it is right now. People don't have the money to spend. You know, you could be having a fifty percent off sale, but if if they don't have the money to pay for it, you know, right. it's it's pretty tough. But no, tire supply seems it seems to be good. You know, we were at our corporate office this week, talked to several tire manufacturers that that came in and and talked with us, and for the most part. Everybody says there's plenty of rubber right now. So we just yep. need people to buy. Yep. And I think that's we're seeing that too on the on the inventory side of the on the user equipment side, especially when you're looking at um not just I mean combines get picked on all the time and I'm the world's worst at picking on combines, but you know, you start looking at real crop tractors and there's there's a lot of real crop tractors out there. We're kinda of, we're back to just about twenty nineteen, twenty twenty levels, you know, um of, of tractors a row crop tractor so there, there's not a lack of machines out there um the biggest difference now is just the pricing of those machines and what's that look like and then the hurdles associated with that and i think that's where this this interest rate thing is gonna is a problem right i mean if we still had two and a half percent interest i don't think we wouldn't just wouldn't we wouldn't even be talking about it but when you're talking eight and a half ten percent interest and then you start throwing operating notes on there between nine and twelve percent and everything else i've been hearing it's it's a big deal. There's there's a lot of money out there getting sopped up by the, these interest rates, and it's it's taken away from like you talked about earlier, people's uh, you know discretionary money they have to go out and do or profitability for that matter. Uh, when you start like that, so knock on wood, this year we start seeing some some decreases in in interest rates, and we see a slow trickle uh, back down to something. I joked with the guy the other day, you know, five percent interest looks like a pretty good thing right now. It does. And, you know, and we can really thank all of this to COVID. I mean, yeah, let's, let's, I mean, and, you know, let's just use a hypothetical. Let's take COVID out of the picture. <clears throat> I mean, the question is, where would we be today if it weren't for COVID? I mean, COVID, you know, created the supply, supply chain issues, made everything go through the roof. I mean, it's not just machinery, it's it's other everyday items as well. Vehicles, look at what it did to vehicles. Look at what right. it's done to the, the housing market. You know, um, it's not just the ag equipment industry. It has hit people's pocketbooks across the board. 
And, uh, you know, COVID did happen and, you know, we're having to deal with a run of it, you know, uh, even though COVID seems to be a thing of the past, uh, we're still dealing with effects of it. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, COVID's not, it's just, uh, and you start seeing stuff, you know, you got these other things that are popping up everywhere that are still kind of, is it going to be a problem or not? And, uh, you see what's going on in China right now and you've got, uh, you know, the flu is kind of running its way through here. So we've got a lot of, a lot of things to worry about there on that side. But I think at the end of the day, uh, we're, we're headed in a better direction. We just got to get over a hump here. I think and once you do that, we'll be, we'll be back in the game. You can actually go look at the car lots. I mean, if you remember yeah. during COVID or right after COVID, the car lots were empty. And of course that was because of, of, um, computer chip issues, you know, production of vehicles yep. and computer chip issues. Then the, the supply of cars came back, but then chips were still an issue. Now it seems like everything's back. You know, the car lots are full. The medium to small equipment lots are full. So supply chain on that side really isn't an issue. But I will say on the large ag side, you know, pre-COVID, you could go by an equipment dealership early spring early to mid spring and you'd see, you know, a dealership with four to six, eight hours out there on their yard. They were just stock for, you know, Joe, Joe farmer to come by and crawl up on and sit in and rub on and smell up. And he might actually leave there with a tractor that day. Those days are gone, man. I mean, it's crazy when you, when you go by some of these equipment dealerships, and the only large equipment you see sitting on their yard is used. So that's that's definitely what I have seen um, um, past COVID that is that has really affected what I see could how it could affect the way we go to business this day and time. So you know the day of walking on a yard and walking in the front door and telling them you want to buy a new tractor and try to leave there that day. That's the thing in the past. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, yeah. On the, on the new side. Yeah. I think you're, you're right. And you, as you look um, at the kind of big picture things, here, I think you're going to continue to see a lot of these different things move in that direction where um, less and less machines are becoming um, readily available. I think what we see now in the marketplace is going to be, affected greatly by my upgrade kits we're starting to see more and more of that stuff pop up more and more offerings and in a wider array of, of things uh wider wider array of equipment and then what's uh what's available on that so it'll be interesting to watch how things play out on that um and i think all the manufacturers are kind of on the same page that they're looking at you know i can sell you know one eight hundred thousand dollars something or you know twenty Two hundred thousand dollars, somethings, and you know, I think that's that's where we're kind of moving to. So it'll be interesting. I think, like on your guys' side, I think the tire side of that is going to play a big part of that. Uh, looking at uh, you know how those machines are reconditioned and how often those things are taken in, into consideration. So it'll be interesting to watch that evolution of this next phase of the equipment business. It is. It is definitely going to be interesting because. I think the grower, for the most part, if he goes out and buys a used piece of equipment, you look at what he's having to pay for it, number one, mm-hmm. and you, you look at what the interest is going to be on his loan. 
the scary part yeah. is, is there going to be any money left for tires? <laughs> you know, right. you might have, you might have to deal with <laughs> yeah. forever, you know, this next year. Right. Well, that's, that's true until it's, um, that's all true until it's, uh, you start having a bunch of slippage and those kind of things. The next thing you know, you're not getting the horsepower to the ground you wanted and you're not being effective. You know, your efficiencies go down. So all that stuff comes into play as well. You and I I definitely are on the same page, but you know, at the end of the day, the, we, you know, the consumer has to look, look at his hip pocket and see what that's like. So, you know, even on our side, there's a lot of uncertainties for 2024. Yep. All we can do is prepare the best we can. Yeah. Uh, Let, let, let the dealerships know that we're there for them. Even if they need to finance a set of tires in with a tractor, inventory is good uh, in all different brands. Just, yeah. just one of those things we, you know, starting January of 2024, we're literally going to have to take it one step at a time. Yeah. Yep. It'll be, uh, 24 is going to be interesting, man. I, I don't think it's going to be a horrible year by any means, but I think it's just not going to be, it's going to be a little bit different than what we're used to. And I think that's, you know, in this, in the equipment business, we have a short memory, you know, so it's, uh, uh, you know, you forget the bad things pretty quick when things are good and you, and you, um, remember the, uh, the good things longer than you probably should sometimes when things are bad. So it's, a uh, it's, a going to be, a going to be a uh, interesting year to say the least. It sure will be. All right, John. Um, probably a good place to stop. If folks want to reach out to you, get more information about what you guys are doing over Axon Tire, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, you can reach out to me. Uh, you can get me by email at john.kennedy at axondire.com or you can get me by phone at 515-204-7170. Right on. And because it's Christmas time, John, you guys are giving away two cool giveaways this month, not just one. So you've got the Axon Deerskin Gloves as well as an Axon Mug. Just send the email to marketing at axontire.com and they will take care of you for sure. So do that with you. Got big Christmas plans, John? You got to travel a long ways or staying pretty close to home? Actually, we're going to stay close to home. Everybody's coming to my house. So we got to oh, do there it. there you go. You know how it is before Christmas. You know, you got to do yep. a thorough cleaning, thorough cleaning at the crib before everybody comes over. So, you know, yep. got to watch two or three home. times if it's my house. Yeah. There's <laughs> a. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. Uh, it's always fun to get everybody together, and then it's uh, always fun to watch them go too. Sometimes, so it's uh, it's fun to have family around this time of year. So, John, about, I appreciate you being on, Mary. What kind of plans do you have for the holidays? I've got to go back to Wichita, Kansas, so I'm going to make my nine hour trip back and and uh, see everybody. We're going to be down there for about a week, so that's good. To, that's always good to see everybody for about a week, and then uh, come back home and and uh, start the new year off again. But yeah, we'll be down there, and it'll be good to see everybody. Um, I'll have everything scheduled from sun up to sundown for ten days, so it'll be it'll be it'll be good. But I'm looking forward to it. I understand. Well, brother, if I don't talk to you again, y'all have a merry Christmas. You too, man. You too. Tell everybody else hi for me over at Axon, and we will uh, re- reconnect here at the first of the year. Sounds good, Casey. Thank you so much. Right on. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast. Hit me up on, uh, let's see where am I at? Snapchat, 
TikTok and YouTube at Moving Iron Podcast. You can see the video versions of that stuff there. You can go over to Moving Iron LLC for everything Moving Iron related. Hopefully, I'll have a, a new website up here pretty soon, and we will go from there. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour, John Kennedy. Smooth smart, folks. Out. When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving